Welcome everyone to the Uppy and Stash podcast. I'm your host Uppy. With me again this week, I have Dodger. Dodger, how are you? Amazing. Yeah, and Beardo's back. Beardo, how are you? Fantastic. It feels like it's been a minute since you've been on. Has it been like three weeks, two weeks? I can't even get track. It's been three weeks. Work's been crazy and just beating my ass. Nice. I mean, not nice that's beating your ass, but nice to have you back. Um, I recognize the can you're drinking from, but tell everyone what you're drinking tonight. I'm drinking fat and slow, which definitely describes me. It's a raspberry donut Vienna cream ale. Um, and it's okay. There's definitely a little bit of raspberry flavor in there. It's definitely a cream ale. But it's also got a little bit of that funk that we always attribute to Morgan Territory. Huh. I didn't pick that up out of that beer at all. That's oh. interesting. Yeah, definitely getting that. I mean, I wasn't like super, super high on that one, but I enjoyed it. Like, I, I didn't give out. Yeah. Uh, excuse me. I didn't give out too many of them because I was like, no, I'm going to keep these for myself. But um, I'm always a big fan of most things Slow Brew does. I got another care package from them this week. I think actually the day that you dropped by. Mm. And um, yeah, they had a, did I give you one of the Asloha IPAs, but it was like tangerine? Mm -hmm. Did you have yours yet? Mm -mm. No. A little bit bitter for my liking, but. Okay. It's nice to have a case of beer arrive at your door. I mean, that was fun. Um, But funny enough, speaking of like days we got together and hung out for 10 seconds, um, (laughs) I'm drinking this Apocalypse Triple IPA that Beardo brought over to me this week. And I think you've mentioned this one before. I can see right here it is 12.5%. So Uppy is going to be slurring by the Mm -hmm. end of this episode because I don't drink anything this heavy very often. But... Much like Beardo said, work's been kicking my fucking ass, too. Um, I think my work week started out with me getting verbally abused on Monday, and I don't know that I ever truly recovered from it. So I'm going to take it out on this beer. Uh, so thank you, Beardo, for giving me the gift of a triple IPA. Bad day to be a beer. Yes, yeah, bad day to be a beer. Um, Dodger, um, vodka? Yeah. 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 Got the Sveti. Putting it to work. We go for results That's- now. You know what I mean? <laughs> quantity not quality oh yeah (laughs) everyone needs that period of their life Mm -hmm. so uh dodger so i i I feel like we're gonna keep up with the sports thing we had so much fun with sports last week um and then uh exciting for me like um i i kind of especially once the a's traded shamanaya i was like okay the a's don't deserve any of my money this year yeah. I'm obviously not like me. Like, I hope they don't do good, but I'm not like expecting them to <laughs> be fantastic after trading everybody. But I conned uh, the Beardos into wanting to join the Uppies to go to a San Jose Earthquakes game on the 23rd. Mm. So mm. I, uh, I'm not sure if Lou Wolf is still involved with the Oakland A's. Lou Wolf, for a uh, number of years, was a managing partner of the Oakland A's. I know he's also an owner of the San Jose Earthquakes. He helped get paypal park built so i'm not pretty, sure it's a, it's a pretty sweet stadium too yeah um the uppies uh we've been there three times over the years mm. i think the earthquakes have won two of the games but it's a fun atmosphere um yeah. I, I i've learned i really enjoy soccer in person still can't really watch it on tv but i enjoy being at the stadium because they you know they the the cheering squad i think they call themselves the ultras that chant the whole game and 
it's nonstop for 45 minutes. So you have the, the, the break and then another 45 straight minutes. And if you get terribly bored, the way PayPal park is oriented is it faces the horseshoe faces the airport, so. the airport. Mm-hmm. If nothing else, if the game gets boring and you enjoy watching uh, Southwest Airlines planes land or take off, you get a view of that the whole time too. So, um, so I'm I'm just excited. I get a day to hang off Beardo that evening, and he's going to get a taste of it, and hopefully he loves it too. And um, it'll be our break from the Oakland A's, who have done nothing to earn our hard-earned money this season. So, did you did you buy lunch today, or did you buy that beer today? You didn't, but did you pay any money on anything today? Yeah, I bought a 18 pack of Crown earlier today. You spent more money than the A's did in the offseason today. Yeah, Is that crazy? Because I bought it at the gas station. So, yeah, that 18 pack was like 30 bucks. Yeah. Oh, God, that hurts. <laughs> oh, no, the, the biggest, the biggest ouch, right? Uh, oh, God. Yeah, but the funny thing is, you're so willing to do it. You're like, oh, okay. Oh, the only time I ever truly ever complained, we were last time we went to vacation in San Diego. We were standing at it. We we're staying at a place in the hotel. I think it's actually called Hotel Circle. Like the road is Hotel Circle, and we needed more beer, so we went to the closest liquor store to our hotel. And no joke, a twelve pack of Corona ran like thirty dollars, which is twice as much as it should. And I actually spoke up and says, this is a fucking ripoff, but I need it. So I'm paying for it anyways. Fuck you. And gave him my debit card and walked away. How'd they get you? But you were mad when you were walking away. I was mad while I was walking away, but Mm -hmm. $30 for a 12 pack of Corona. I mean, bullshit, man. Bullshit. Definitely not. But it's nice to know I have deeper pockets than the the, the A's are willing to spend on their team this year. Mm -hmm. In one day, you you defeated them. It's so bad. I think Pirates fans are actually feel sorry for us. Pirates fans are like looking over to the West Coast laughing right now, dude. Oh, I know. Brutal. <laughs> hey, did you know that um, they saw their Cabrian Hayes? Like he's like their big up and coming player. They signed him to their biggest deal that they've ever signed. Do you want to guess the total amount of money that deal was? Wait, which team? Is it Hayes or the or? Pirates? Uh, the big no shit. Biggest deal in franchise history. Gosh, I'm going to go with $180 million. Was he someone who just recently signed for like 10 years, 150 or something like that? It's not It's not that. I think it was like seven. Uh, maybe it might have been like six years. But to look at it, take, take into consideration the deals to these days and take into consideration that this is the biggest deal in franchise history. Oh, God. Uh, so you said it was six years? Five or six years. This I think guy, six. Six for 75? $70 million. <laughs> Is that too far off? <laughs> That's like hurtful. That hurts me to hear. I That's think, the biggest in franchise history. I think to this day, Eric Chavez still had the richest contract in May's history, and it was like 60 or 60 million. And that was like 20 fucking years ago. Really? Yeah, I remember them making oh, the big deal. Think. I don't know who else they would have who else they would have signed since. I mean, then. I, I know Chris Davis got like a two-year 30. But that's only two years. But that's a big AAV. It's not a big total contract. Yeah, that's that's the, crazy. It the just rumor, it, it. The rumor was, I think Chapman was offered like a ten-year, hundred and fifty, and he turned mm-hmm. it down. Which I, yeah. I guess I don't blame him. But 
It's nice to have the A's nobody. The A's tried. He literally got traded to the one place that gets taxed higher than California, than Northern <laughs> California. He now plays there, and he's going to make less money. So, yeah. Did he go to whatever. Toronto? Was he the one who went to Toronto? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, we shipped every, people everywhere. So, but oh, yeah, John, it's like, you, you, you know when you fly southwest and they give you that napkin that shows, like, the little, like, points of where all the planes will go? Yeah. You know what I mean? That's kind of how, like, the A's roster went. Like, you could start <laughs> as, the, like, Oakland being the hub and just see them spread all <laughs> over. Yep. Yeah, sounds about right. <laughs> it's 100% accurate. So, uh, Dodger, what manner of fun are we uh, partaking in tonight? Oh, well, we're going to – I'm going to – we talked about baseball a little bit. Happy opening day to everyone. Um, I suppose. Good to have it back. <laughs> yeah, depends who you ask. But, the, the A's uh, lost in their birth city tonight, so there's that. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, it happens. Um, no, I had, I had some sports trivia. Just little random things here. You know what I mean? I only have a couple off the top of my head, but I have a couple of things that, you know, maybe we might be able to get into a little bit later. Um, First one being, uh, this one's going to be called Odd Man Out, I guess. I'm going to name five names. I'm going to give you a statistical, you know, conversation, and then I'm going to name five names. You got to tell me who the one person who hasn't had a 5,000 passing yard in this case, for okay. example, is okay. So who didn't have a 5,000 yard passing season, Drew Brees, Tom Brady, Justin Herbert, Aaron Rodgers, or Matt Stafford. Um, so it went Brees, Brees, Brady, Herbert, Rogers, Stafford. Um, it's actually, it's, I didn't say it's Herbert. If we went for Beardo, I think Beardo said uh, Stafford. Stafford. Yeah. Oh, you said Stafford? It's Aaron Rodgers. He hasn't even passed. For, it's like 46 and some change. For now, he hasn't yeah. even. Yeah, he hasn't even passed for uh, 4,700 yards, which is like weird. That's super, super weird. Yeah, uh, Herbert passed for 5,000 yards this season. Maybe for Rodgers, I got boosted. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so the next one is going to be the next one's going to be who hasn't led the NFL in receiving yards in a season? T.Y. Hilton, Stefan Diggs, AJ Green, Josh Gordon, Andre Johnson. Hilton. What was it? I, I Josh Gordon, T.Y. Hilton, Andre it Johnson. It was uh Stefan Diggs, Stephon. AJ Green. <sighs> Fuck. I'm going to go Stefan Diggs. I was going to say Diggs as well. T.Y. Hilton. Mm. Probably because he can't stay healthy, I'm guessing. Yeah. Oh, no, I'm sorry. A.J. Green. I'm completely sorry. Yeah, no, no, no. It was A.J. Green. Are you showing and him Josh Gordon? Are you showing well, the, See, the, <laughs> reason, the reason that I got to mix up there is because you said because he couldn't stay healthy. A.J. Green has also been very injury riddled. So he was on pace. I think it was 20... 15, 2016, mm-hmm. something like that. He was on pace to lead the NFL. And then I think he like was having an insane season. And then he, he missed like fucking, I don't know, six games to end the year, seven games to end the year. And I do know um, 
the year Gordon led the league in receiving, he missed two games. I think he got 1,600 yards receiving in 14 games. Okay, but that dude was a pimp. That dude was insane. Mm. Still, still would be. You know, now you're allowed to smoke weed in the league, but yeah, <laughs> they just wasted. They just wasted a career of someone who would have made them a lot of money. So, uh, it's a bit weird. All right, so I want. I got here the top five NFL rushing leaders of all time, all time yardage. Just name three. Doesn't have to be in order. Oh, geez, Walter Payton, Emmett Smith, uh, Frank Gore, Jim Brown. You already have three. You might as well just try and name all five. The top you have five. The top, you, have the, you have the top three. You have Smith, Peyton, and Gore. That's top three. Yeah, and then... Um, Jim Brown's 11th. He's all... Well, shit, that means Barry Sanders must be like 12th. No, I think Barry Sanders quit before... Fourth. Barry Sanders is fourth all time. All right, Beardo, just name, name a... Name a <laughs> Name one. Who's number five? These are not good for me. I know. Well, just name a. I mean, it's it's a. He he was good from. You could say he technically still plays. That should kind of give it away. And he was dominant. He technically still Peterson. plays. Yep. Adrian. Adrian Peterson. Hmm. Yeah, he yeah. was pretty fast for a while. Oh my god, dude! There was like a six-year run because he, he had a he had a two thousand yard uh, season. Right, and he, I think he had after turning an ACL. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah, and our, I think he had like a two hundred and ninety-six yard rushing game, like that that's season. Right. That's that's just that's insane. See, it's so, you guys throwing shit out like that that just impresses me. I'm like, I don't even know how you do it. Like, how do you know he's running for 2,000 yards after he te- tears his ACL? How do you know off the top of your head? Hasn't he, he, has he torn his ACL three times? Yards in a game. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Okay. This one's for Beard Oak. So I think you can get this. This is pretty, like, you don't really need to know a lot about football to know this. Um, the top five. Rush, uh, I'm sorry, passing yardage leaders of all time. All of them have are like uh, so. No, 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 no. They're all like pretty you've current. Seen their in, you're, you've seen all of their entire career. That's a question? lot of people at this point. Um, so <laughs> <laughs> Manning. Yep. Um, Drew Brees. Yep. Aaron Rodgers? Is no. He in there? Mm. Not yet. He's 10th right now. Okay. Um, let's go a little older. Montana. Is he in there? Marino? Elway? Marino's 7th. Elway is 11th. What was the other name you just said? I didn't. What? Montana. Who's, uh, Montana. Marino, Montana, Elway. Montana's not even top 20. Oh, wow. Yeah. I don't, I don't, I, there's one that you're missing that's like the very obvious answer. He's number one. He's won a lot of Super Bowls. Out of Graham. You already? <laughs> what? Did I say Brady yet? No, you didn't. Oh, I thought so I you have, you have, you have, Eddie. you have three of them. You have Brady, Breeze, and Manning. Now okay. the other one, I'll give you a hint. The other one retired after this year. Doesn't help. 
After the most recent season or the after the season that just ended. And what was the category? I wasn't even like uh passing yardage all time leaders. Yeah. Someone who just retired. Oh yeah. You, yeah, I think you know there's there's a he shares a name with the clock. What in England? You're talking about Big Ben? Oh, oh ben yes. Yes, yeah, yeah. Ben Roethlisberger. And then the other one, he's been out of the game for probably like nine years now. He came out of retirement like three or four times. Uh, Favre. Yeah. Mm. Favre. And number six might surprise you too. Um, number played six. a long career. He has maybe eight kids, I think. And he uh, he never won anything, but somehow he's number six all time passing leaders. Yeah, long career. He has eight kids. I'm sorry, it was passing yards. Mm-hmm. Long career. Had, well, gosh, first thing anytime like you mention NFL and kids, I always think Travis Henry, but he was a running back because I think he had like nine kids. Oh, you're talking about uh, uh, Stash's favorite person in the whole world. Mm-hmm. It's yep. um. If I would have given you that hint, you would have gotten it right. He away. went to he went to NC State, and his name is what the fuck is his name? When I see him, about like a like a body of water, <sighs> Philip Rivers. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that crazy? Like, it's, would you if you if you, if, I asked you, you college, right. if I asked you to name top ten, you wouldn't. Philip Rivers would never be a thought if you ask me. No, but you are correct. You are also right. He never won anything, but I would say. Him playing with like a torn ACL, like in the AFC Championship mm-hmm. game, and like holding his own against the Patriots, is so still one of the more impressive things I've ever seen. And and not yeah. to bag on the Chargers too much because I do truly like them. I saw a stat recently on Facebook where like in like '09 or whatever, some some one of the more recent years in the last ten years, they had the number one offense and defense, and they missed the playoffs. <laughs> 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 the best of both. <laughs> How's that even possible? There, there's a reason why. Like the true joke was that they were like Cleveland West, is because like they could have the talent, <laughs> but they, they always just step on their own dicks. So, <laughs> all right, um, Uppy, I want to test your Browns knowledge a little bit here. Oh, fuck. Uh, who's the uh, Who's the Browns all-time passing leader? Yards. Yard. Oh shit, Brian Sype. Yeah. God damn, I didn't think you were gonna get that so fast. And he only leads by like 150 yards over Otto Graham, which Otto Graham, the first quarterback to win seven championships, by the way. That's crazy. He won seven championships in 10 years. Who has thrown the most touchdowns? For the Browns? Mm-hmm. Well, given the modern passing game. I want to say it's probably like Baker Mayfield because it's more recent with modern NFL, but you just shook mm-hmm. your head. No, he's um, like 80 off of that, that number. Really? Yeah. It's like a, it's, it's a lie. If you think about it. I'm going to go with Brian Sepp again. No, it's Otto Graham. 174. From the 19 fucking fifties. Mm-hmm. 40. Uh, half of his career was played in the forties. <laughs> and he more threw 174 touchdowns. Brian Seib through 154. <laughs> that's amazing. Okay. <laughs> that's that's insane. All right. Now, who's the uh, – oh, that's fucking easy. God damn it. Who's the leading rusher? Jim Brown. All right. Whatever. 
show off. All right. Who's the leading yardage receiver? Brown's history. Mm-hmm. Gosh. I look at some of these names. I'm like, who the fuck are these people? <laughs> trying to think. It's probably somebody oh my from like God. the fucking 80s too. Jarvis Landry's on this list. <laughs> That's how bad this list is. I, I think Jarvis Josh like, Gordon is on this list. Yeah. Um, leading all-time leading receiver in yards for the Browns. I feel like maybe what? I've heard this name, but I I'm just gonna but I'm just gonna say who he played seventy eight to nineteen ninety. Who was the tight end who ended up being the GM for the Ravens? Um, fuck. I'm blanking on his name because he he was he was a tight end. I'm gonna say it's the tight end, but I can't remember his name. But he ended up being the GM for the Ravens for like twenty fucking years. This guy was a tight end. I don't know who this is. Like, Gosh. honestly, I don't know who this guy is. Honestly, how am I blanking on his name? Because he was one of my heroes when I was a little kid back in the late '80s. Does his name start with an O? The first name or last name? First name. Or does his last name start with an N? Does that ring a bell? O N. It's like I know it. But I can't say it like Ozzy Newsome. Yes, Ozzy Newsome. <laughs> yeah, and then and then the, the killer was he was a GM for the Ravens for twenty years and just built some of these amazing teams. So that's crazy. Yeah. I've never even heard that. I don't. I think I've probably heard that name, but like I don't. You, you're like, oh, he's a tight end. He was, you know, the GM, GM or whatever you just said for the Ravens. Didn't didn't know any of that. I'd be surprised. I I, I'm pretty sure he's in the Hall of Fame, but I. I would be surprised if he wasn't. Okay. This is absolutely insane. Wait, what does this mean? Second all-time is Dante Lavelli. Played from 1946 to 1956. It says that his position was a right end. <laughs> and then and then third place is Max Speedy, who was a left end. There is a problem when the NF the, when pro football's been around as long as it has. And especially with the modern passing game, when two of your top three all-time leading receivers date back to like the 1940s. Yeah. So how good is your memory of like the uh, – or knowledge and of the history of the Browns in like the 70s, 80s? I mean, Not at all. I, I, I mean, I know some of the players who played during that time, but – Okay, so if you had to guess who was the all-time interception leaders, and he played from 72 to 81, if you name this right, uh, big points to you. I I couldn't – I mean, because I would have said, like, someone like Winfield, but he was later, so I don't – In fact, Winfield's son is in the NFL right now, but – Yeah, he's not even on this. Tom Darden. Yeah. Never – I never would have (laughs) – No. Never heard that. All right. Hold on. Next subject here. Here we go. This one's for both of you guys. Maybe you guys might be uh, might be able to compile some some uh, some information here. Who has the highest all like lifetime batting average for the Oakland Athletics? The highest batting average for the Oakland A's. Is it in our lifetime? Uh, 
Uh, this one's not. In Is it strictly life. Oakland? <laughs> I guess no. No, I don't think so. So then was it Philadelphia or Kansas City? or Philadelphia. I had probably Kansas City. It was Wait, was Kansas City first? No, yeah. Philadelphia was first. Oh, Philadelphia. It was probably Philadelphia then. Oh. All time, oh, Jimmy Fox maybe? No, he's second. Second. Mm. Fuck, how do I get second? Um... <laughs> That's about the only player from the it's weird. It's, it's, it, This is like not giving me a list like the last thing was. So I'm looking at some of these and I'm like, the fuck are these guys? Like, I got to <laughs> click on it. Al Simmons? No. Never. You've never heard, heard of that? Never. No. no. Yeah, that's crazy. I'm sorry I asked you guys that. All <laughs> right. Who has the highest war of position players? This is in your lifetime. I'm not even sure if I know what that stat is. Wins um, above replacement. It basically means how much better are you playing than when you're out of the lineup? How much more valuable are you? Is that only going to hitters? Favorite, Mark McGuire. No. So, well, no. I I just want to clarify that that's only a hitter stat. Is that a pitcher stat as well? This is a this is a position position war. There's also a a a pitcher war. In our lifetimes, I'm going to go Ricky Henderson. You would be correct. 72.7, 72.7, which is like really high. Okay. Really what, 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 high. What, is there an average? Like, what's the baseline number that like 50? Or mm, probably one. like probably like 20, between 25 and 30. Shit, and he was a 72. Yeah, it's high. Well, think about the bases, like the things that they take, take into uh, consideration for war is like your on base plus like your like the average on base percentage plus like your scoring rate when on base, like there's a million things that go into war. Like the war, like mm-hmm. war, like tells how good of a, how good of a player someone is like with everything combined into one. So like Mike Trout has a really high war, you know what I mean? Like guys like that. So like mm-hmm. Ricky Henderson has a really, really high war. Uh, let's see. Oh, who leads, who leads the A's in strikeouts? Like getting struck out, not pitchers. Like getting struck who's gotten out? struck out the most? <laughs> Gosh, <laughs> it's a it's a it's a high level name. <laughs> I want to say say someone like Chris Davis. If he wasn't hit, it seems like if he wasn't hitting a home run, he was getting struck out. Yeah, time. I know. I don't think he played um, long enough for the A's, though. All right, so <clears throat> strike out the most. It'd be like. It's funny. It's like the same three names for everything. This is so funny. <laughs> right. Uh, yeah. Who, so who has been either, with us Is it Giambi, maybe? Mm-mm. Really? Conseco. Conseco, yeah. Nope. That would be, I guess, uh, McGuire. Nope. Is it that same era? Uh, before a little bit before, little but bit like before to the that. point where like you 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 would probably be very knowledgeable on this player. <laughs> Reggie Jackson? Yep. Really? Yeah. I didn't know he struck out that much. 1,226 times he struck out for the A's alone. (laughs) Like, he was not known for his, like, career in the A's. is not what you would think of. But he's, like, the first person to get an oblique injury, though. So there's that. (laughs) (laughs) Because no one worked out before that. (laughs) Oh, dude, that's – wow, that's brutal. Okay, who has the most home runs? Keep in mind, this is for the A's. This is not a career for a player that played with the A's. Like, mm. oh, like he had to be wearing, you know, green and green, green and gold. Yep, green and gold. Sure, whatever, <laughs> whatever you guys call it. 
Uh, well, okay. we're so poor we can't afford the gold, so the yellow is probably <laughs> it's just yellow, <laughs> <laughs> green and sharpie. Yellow. Just do it white. We'll pay. We'll we'll, we'll draw it on. We'll color it in. <laughs> All time leader in eight home runs, huh? Mm-hmm. I'm gonna go with McGuire again. He was around for so long. Puppy. I mean, it seems like McGuire would be the obvious choice. Um, but so are you picking McGuire? No. I'm, I'm gonna increase our odds of getting this right by picking a different name. But I'm trying to make pick one that makes sense. Um I go uh Jason Giambi. Good guess. Spark McGuire. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Now hold on. Jason Giambi is eighth. So Mark McGuire had 363. Jason Giambi's eighth with 198. That's not a huge spread if you think about that. Jimmy Fox was second. Who fucking cares? Reggie Jackson hit 269 bombs as an A. He was there That's for a, a while. I, yeah. How long? Like six, seven years? Six years? Something like that, yeah. Damn, I didn't even he know that. He was on three of the A's teams that won the World Series back to back to back in the 70s. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but I thought, I thought he was there for like three or four, probably like four or five years. Because um, I think he predated. Um, I feel like it's like 69 or 71 he joined the maybe. team. Yeah. Let's see. He it was, was before oh free agent. God. Yeah, yeah. So one, two, three, four, five. Six, seven. Yeah, he was there for eight years. Fun fact, Catfish Hunter, I think, was the first free agent in Major League Baseball. Really? Yeah, it was all because, uh, uh, yeah, Charlie... Haas. No, Haas was the good owner. Um, Was it Finn beforehand? Finley. 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 Um, He was such a notorious cheapskate that, uh, because he was such a cheapskate that he basically created free agency. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> he was that bad um so free agency is this because of the Oakland days. <laughs> so he won mvp in 1973 with with the a's that's awesome i didn't know that he had 99 runs a year 117 rbis it's pretty sick by the way i'm lying he retired as an a in 1987 so he played nine years with the a's technically i didn't he played 115 he games that year that's crazy. I didn't know. I never would have guessed that in my lifetime he played for the A's. That's crazy. That's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Hey, good. Good for him. Mm-hmm. But yeah, but then like Jose Canseco was back there. Eric Chavez, who wasn't really a huge home run hitter, but he played there for a long time. Yeah, he was He's maybe sixth. 30 a year kind of guy. Yeah. I didn't even know. I don't I don't even know honestly if he hit that many home runs a year. He probably did. I don't know. I bet his best year was probably about 35, 37. Just spitballing. 34. 34. So here's what's funny. So he went from so 13, 26, 32, 34. A couple good years. 29, 29. Good years. 27. And then from there, he just dropped right off. Is that when he went to the Yankees? This is before he went to the Yankees. Well, well, <laughs> so yeah. this is he was injured a lot too. Yeah, he was. He really was because at that point he went from. Let's see. He played 137 games in 2007. He hit 22 bombs. Or 2006, he hit 22 bombs. 
next year he played 90 games, then 23 games, then eight games, then 33 games. And then he went to New York. I forgot he, wow, he played for Arizona. What the fuck? Mm-hmm. I did not know about Arizona. I knew about New York, but not Arizona. This is a weird stat. <laughs> um, Jimmy Dykes leads the uh, the A's with all-time hit-by-pitch. <laughs> Mark Canna is second. Mm-hmm. I believe it. That's it, crazy. You got hit a lot. The funny thing about being hit by pitch, like I remember uh, when Ramon Hernandez was the catcher, and it's like they wrote it into existence. They, it happened to be like one of the few games that year I went to. They put it as, um, let's just say, for example, it wasn't the beginning or the end of the game. It was maybe the fifth inning, his second or third at bat. It says leads Major League Baseball with 16 hit by pitches, and then boom, got hit that. <laughs> It's like, like mentioning a kicker not ma- missing a field goal in like two years. Like you yeah. mention it, they yep. missed. So bank. <laughs> all right. So there's uh now I'm gonna ask you what now since we were on the subject, the all time. Well, I won't do that. Let's do the second all because the first guy's from like the twenties or the tens or whatever. <laughs> second guy all time who we got to see play. Um and hit by pitches. He had 200, he got hit by a pitch 285 times. Who is it? Just in, in to, like in baseball in general. Mm-hmm. Well, I would say the person who deserves it the most, who's probably not on the list is Barry Bonds, but it's probably not him. But I want to, for the record, I feel like he deserves to be hit by the pitch the most. Every time he bats, right. Yeah. Every time he walks down the road now. I don't know. I'll just say something stupid like Jim Tomey or something. I don't know. No. His son plays in the league. He plays his son plays for Toronto. I don't know if and it's not oh, Vladimir Guerrero. Oh, it's not Vladimir oh, Guerrero. Well damn it. That was <laughs> uh, shit. I don't even know who else plays. Played for, for the Toronto. Astros. <laughs> oh, uh, like Carlos Carrera or something? Craig Biggio. Craig Vigio. Mm. Really? He got hit 285 times out of 12,504 12, plate appearances. Now listen to this. Number one is Huey Jennings, who got hit 287 times in 5,648 oh. plate appearances. They did. So he got hit two more times in literally half the plate uh, appearances. Right. <laughs> <laughs> That's tough. Mm. <laughs> I mean. They hate that fucker. Yeah. Uh, I remember um so Chase Utley's on this list, he's eighth with two hundred and four and seven thousand eight hundred and sixty-three plate appearances, which like for a player that played in like the semi-modern era, that's mm-hmm. a lot. Like you get that's getting hit a lot. I remember like watching him as a Dodger because he played for what four years as a do- as a Dodger. This dude would like lean into pitches and right. like and and someone interviewed him afterwards uh, one time i think he got hit like three times in one game and they were like do you like they were joking they're like do you like getting hit by the pitch like you're like you're whatever so at that time well, you know you're 11th all time and hit by pitches like do you like it and he goes i wouldn't say i don't like it <laughs> i was like you're a sicko dude it's like 95 to the to the elbow over and over again it's like my whole job is to get to on base and it's getting me on base but it's like fuck it gosh Right, make that money. That's crazy, though. Mm-hmm. That's so. That's just like, so funny. <laughs> I couldn't imagine. I mean, 
Yeah. Well, what it must feel like to get hit with a pitch, even going 80 miles an hour. Like, imagine getting hit with enough to take it. One of my last, like, men's league games that I played when I lived in Arizona last time, um, the league that we were in was a really good league, and they would bring in all the guys that, like, just got cut from an MLB program, and they would mm-hmm. they would pitch there, into, and they would just stay there. All the Dominicans it would just stay there until they got signed by another team. And I faced this guy who was throwing, like, 96, and he hit me in the ribs. And I have a picture of it, of how big, like, the bruise was. Now, it's weird because getting hit by the pitch didn't hurt as much as I, you know, as much as you would think it would. Because I've gotten hit by hard pitches before, like, many times. Mm-hmm. But, like, 96, I would, like, because this guy was throwing gas. And, like, it, this was, like, lead off, like, I'm the first, I like, played appearance of the game. And the mm-hmm. first one goes by my head. And I was, like, oh, my God. Like, this is terrifying like this is why this guy got cut he throws hard but he can't control it yeah so and it's like three two and he hits me in the ribs no i think it was like i think it was like one and two like i don't think i was doing good in the at bat like i was just watching pitches go by me (laughs) maybe fouled one off and then yeah and and this hit like it hit me in the ribs and i had been drinking like beer before that game (laughs) So it wasn't it wasn't the impact to my ribs that hurt because I was running to like jogging to first and like now like the beer in my stomach starts bubbling, you know like the carbonation goes to the top, uh, and I was so uncomfortable, dude. Like my chest felt like full of this like carbonation gas. I was like, oh, like, it was the most un- uncomfortable thing. If I was sober, if I wasn't drinking, or if I was drinking something not carbonated that night, I would it would have been fine. I would have looked like a pimp, dude. I should have had a girl there. You know what I mean? Like hitting the ribs. Ah, what a 96 pussy. You know what I mean? Run to first base, watch my teammates get struck out. But yeah, no, 96, it didn't hurt like the way you thought it would. But the what was in the beer? What was the next day like? What was the next day like? Fine. Hold on. I have a a pic. Hold on. Let me try and find the picture of it. It was pretty. It was, you could see it like quickly. Like I think Mm -hmm. that night after the game, like it was. It was apparent, like it was, <laughs> it was there. Okay. But it didn't like affect any of your major movements or anything. Like you're still, no, felt great. <laughs> 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 yeah, here we go. Here, I'm gonna send it to you guys. Then everyone who's not on the podcast and I would be like, "What the fuck is this photo for?" <laughs> I know. I, yeah, I gotta do it. You should resend right like the Trump penis picture for everyone. Just. <laughs> Just to ruin everybody's Friday night. <laughs> I got it. Yeah. Hey, just in case you guys missed it, here's a uh, here's an update. <laughs> what we talked about. Yeah, but that's all I got for sports uh, trivia for tonight. I um, well, this isn't a trivia thing, but since you were more um, facilitator and less participant, what is your all-time favorite Dodger? Um, hmm. well, I got to think here. Let me name two that I grew up like watching and loving that really made me like love the sport and love the Dodgers. Rafael for call. Do you guys remember him? He also mm-hmm. played for St. Louis for a good amount of time. Yep. And then Paul LaDuca or mm-hmm. Paul LaDuca. He wasn't great. I mean, he wasn't like a, a great cat. He was a catcher. He wasn't great, but he was a, you know solid player and i was a catcher at that point i was like five years whatever six seven years old and 
Yeah. So Raphael for call is a special place in my heart, but I think I would have to say my favorite all time is probably Mookie Betts. I think Mookie Betts is my, besides like, besides like Griffey, he's, uh, he's my favorite player. Like ever, he was my favorite player when he played for Boston. So I would have to say probably Mookie Betts. He's a fucking man. (laughs) All right, here we go. Sending it right now. Perfect. And this is, this is like the next morning. Oh, wow. It looks like another nipple. Right. <laughs> yeah, no, that was like, that was probably the size of like a softball. Like okay. right here. I mean, that was, I mean, that I got hit at 7.30 PM, 7.45 PM. And then that mm-hmm. was like the next morning at whatever time, like probably not even 12 hours later. And it was already like that. Crazy. <laughs> Oh, like That's a, amazing. I mean, better yeah, than me. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Nothing is worse than like facing someone who can throw the ball super hard, but not with any accuracy at all. Um, I remember one of my early days, you know, I never made it past Little League. Um, one of my own teammates had a very um, high velocity pitch but could not control it. And 37 miles an hour. <laughs> now th- this was the age where kids were hitting 70, but um, yeah, we didn't have the best equipment. Like, so even like my batting helmet didn't have like the, the proper foam in the ear and he hit me like right in the ear. <laughs> <laughs> that was enough for me. <laughs> I've never, <clears throat> luckily I've never gotten hit. Um, I've never gotten hit in the head. Ever, mm-hmm. I don't think it would be too too bad with a proper helmet. With a proper I mean? helmet, I, I bet it's probably yeah. fun. Yeah, probably yeah. Love. <laughs> yeah. I don't want to test that with anything like even higher than like seventy five would fucking hurt. I think seventy five you'd be able to move, but like you when know, guys start even like eighty five, if you're looking for a fastball down the if it's like three one, you're like oh fuck yeah, you know what I mean? Like you're leaning into it, and then now it's coming at your head, it might still hit you. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to know how bad that hurts. Like that probably sucks. <clears throat> right. Yeah. Who's your Who's your guys's favorite uh, A of all time? Oh, gosh. Mine hmm. always been Mark McGuire. I always loved him growing up. Uh, I mean, how could you not? Like he was like our hero, right. and he he I hit know. the he hit the long ball. But if I had to throw out like a wild card. I would say probably like Tim Hudson. <clears throat> okay. Okay. That's cool. Yeah. I like that. That's, you know, that's... He just had that bull, bulldog mentality. He wasn't like overly sized in any way, but he, he, he you know, probably one of my all-time favorite pitchers other than like Greg Maddox, which was not an A, but Greg Maddox was probably Greg Maddox like, was the, disgusting the man. dominant. Yeah. Like, like complete game in like 80 pitches dominant. You know? I saw this crazy stat about him. Um, where I, I don't I don't remember the numbers, but I remember how, like how different it was. I think it said like <clears throat> in his career, um, like different pitchers that he faced, like mm-hmm. every at bat, you know, or every plate appearance that he faced. I think it said like only like seventy five of those players reached a three ball count. 
Hmm. And of the that 75 like at bats that reached a three ball count, I think like he might have walked like eight people. <laughs> it's like crazy, dude. It's cr- it's crazy. It might no, it might have been a three and L count. Yeah, it, it couldn't have been a three ball count because he's obviously walked more than eight people. But yeah. it must have been a three and L count. I think only I don't even know if it was 75. Like I'm being generous here, but yeah, that dude was a fucking anomaly. Who here? I asked my friend this the other day. Who do you think the best, like um, the best three pitchers all time are? The best three pitchers, all, like any era or just any, like any any era all time. Best three ever. Well, it's kind of hard because how, how do you judge people you never got to see? But like, because you you'd want to throw out like a Sandy Koufax. You can't say like you can't say like Cy Young or like Sandy Koufax without like without seeing yeah. them. You know what I mean? So that's that's kind of tough. But so I in my answers, I tried to stay away from that and like guys that I can at least see a highlight reel. Right. You know. Um. Top. I mean, Maddox. Clemens. It's, it's hard to pick three. And I'm not like a huge, huge, huge baseball fan. Cause now I'm like, well, who do I fill that third one with? Cause I feel like, you know, Roy Halliday was a badass. I like, think there's one, I think but, the one that I thought if I asked any baseball fan and I asked that same question, I think there's one that everyone would agree on and you didn't name him yet. Beardo, you have any idea he wants about two names? No. <laughs> He's a, he's a lefty. He's a, he's a lefty. <laughs> oh, lefty. Shit. Um, see, I wouldn't even go that. Like, I, I would, like, my third name might be Nolan Ryan, which is not a lefty, but has to be in that conversation. Uh, my, yeah, he was at Nolan Ryan's in my three. Um, the top lefty, I feel like, in my lifetime. And I know I'm forgetting people because there are so many good ones. I mean, the, the first lefty that comes to my mind is Randy Johnson. That's who it is. Yeah. I think I, mine's Nolan Ryan, Randy Johnson. And then the third, I would either put Maddox. I think Pedro Martinez was so, so good. Um, yeah. And then I had, oh, Jacob DeGrom. Honestly, I think at the end of his career, if he can, like, he he's so good and he throws with so much power and, like, so much furiosity, you know what I mean? That, like, his body literally, he's not injury prone. His body literally, his ligaments can't fucking keep up with his body. Mm-hmm. Like, he's a freak. This guy is a starter who throws 55 pitches at over 100 miles an hour a game. Jeez. Like it's he's he's a free. I think Jacob. I think it's yeah. It's got to be to Grom, Nolan Ryan, and Randy Johnson. But Nolan Ryan's kind of like a for me. It could be Maddox. And I'm, I'm thinking right. Maddox could replace him. We can talk about that. I think love you know, of Randy Johnson killing a bird. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's. I was going to give you a hint. I was going to say he killed a bird. Right. Isn't that the craziest video you've ever it's seen so in your weird. life? Right. <laughs> like <laughs> I can still see the bird exploding. <laughs> oh, and everyone was like, "Dude, if you if you watch the full video, Randy Johnson just walks over, picks up the ball, and goes back to the mound." <laughs> well, like what is he sad, supposed to do? Like, like you can't savage, perform dude. like bird CPR. Yeah, <laughs> he was like, "Ah, whatever." Is that a strike? He's like, "Is that a strike?" It was going to be a strike. <laughs> 
I, I'm happy that I can at least say, you know, I, I've seen uh, in his Yankees years, I, I got to see him pitch a time or two um, in the twilight. Who, Randy? Career. Yeah. I think I, I think I saw him pitch when I was really young. Like when I was like, like five years ago, six or seven. Oh. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> um, yeah. I think I, I got to see him pitch for the diamondbacks against the Dodgers when I was really young and I well no, but I remember it. So it must've been 2002 or 2003, somewhere around there. Oh, sweet. I hit my drinking yeah. age in 03. Not quite. <laughs> wait, 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 what'd you I say? Said I hit my drinking age in 03. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> yeah. I was, uh, I was just putting together memories. Nice. Nice. All right. Well, I think that's a fun place to stop. Uh, did not anticipate baseball talk tonight, but it, it worked out wonderfully. Beardo, it's good to have you back. Yeah. Maybe, maybe you could put a run together and join us good. the next few weeks as well. And uh, Dodger, thanks for, you know, being the moderator and finding some fun things to spark discussion as always. And any parting words from anybody? No. Go Tiger baseball. Woods. Won the Masters. <laughs> Last I heard, he was even. I'm, I mean, I, I think he's going to make the weekend. He's, he's one over. He already made the cut. Oh, he made the cut? Okay, sweet. Well, good for him. He had a bad round today. I watched the oh. whole thing. I, I kind of heard some of it listening to Cleveland Browns daily of all things. But, yeah, um, interesting world we live in. But everyone have a fantastic weekend. Uh, thanks for listening every week as you do. Um, next week is taxes, and we'll probably bitch about that next week. So stay tuned. And until then, we wish you a good afternoon, good evening, and good night.